So I'm going to give you a Bill Gates story now. So, okay, do. Yeah, so uh, I was the person to make sure that he would get from one meeting to the next and make sure he was briefed. Today, I am very privileged to have two guests, but only one at a time. It's a husband and wife team, Eugene and Cherie, and I had their kids in my program 20 years ago. Yeah, a long it time. A, it was a really long time. And I saw them, they're visiting here. They lived here for how many years? Uh, so Shreen, I've been here 10 years. I grew up here. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right, so getting into it. So anyway, I cannot wait for you to meet my next guest, Eugene. Eugene, thank you for good coming to see here. You, man. Yeah. It's been yeah. good. So you grew up here, so I really don't know your background that well. I just know Sheree a little bit. I don't even know her background except for that she had some brothers. She's the only we'll, we'll, we'll do that when you get up here. Yeah. Alright. Anyway, let's start off with where you were born. I was born in Klamath Falls, Oregon. Wait, wait, you said you grew up here. I did. Okay. I was a baby when I moved here. All right. My mom's Japanese. My dad at the time was uh, in the Navy. Okay. Yeah. And then he was also uh, going to Oregon Institute of Technology, which is in Klamath Falls, Oregon. Mm -hmm. and I was eight months old when I moved here. Eight months old? Are yeah. you the only child they have? No, I got a sister. How uh, many years different between you and her? Six and a half. She's younger. Okay. So it's yeah. just two of you? Just two of us. Six and a half years. Are you guys close? More recently, yeah. When we were younger, you know, I was always taking care of her. You're right. It's and, too uh, much yeah, it's such a big gap that we had nothing in common. Yeah. yeah. But uh, as you get older, you know, that gap shrinks. So. Did mom and dad stay together the whole time? No, I grew up in a single mom household. Yeah, my folks got divorced when we were pretty young. How old so, were you when, when they? Eleven. Oh, so yeah. you did get? Did you know your dad well? Um, I mean, I basically haven't communicated with him for you know 35, 40 years, and then he passed. And oh. so the, the last time I saw him was at his funeral. And uh, yeah, my mom got remarried when I was 16. And so my stepdad's my dad. But you couldn't have been too close if you were 16 already. Yeah, the- um, Did you know him prior to that, before they got married? Yeah, the circumstances around my dad, it wasn't very good, you know. Okay. Uh, he was a Vietnam War vet, probably some PTSD. Um, it wasn't exactly the loving household. It was kind of tough. Yeah. So, yeah, single mom ho household. Okay. Mom was tough, you know. Yeah. Japanese so, we, when did you you move back here? What? How old were you when you moved to Japan? Yeah, like eight months. I was a baby, eight, like a eight baby. months old. Yeah. And where did they move into Tokyo? Uh, we moved around, but primarily Yokohama. So I, w I went to Yokohama International School. You went to YAS? Yeah. Yeah. Dragons. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. The dragon. You know, my company did their gymnasium. Oh, the, the new, new one. The new, not, they moved into, you know they have a brand new building yeah, now. Yeah, I'm talking about the one that looked like a mausoleum. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that the Sonics had, the Sonic, the Masons had, was supposed to be a secret section. They came in through the other side. But we, I knew it because our company did the whole interior okay. of their gymnasium. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people didn't. The teacher at the time, the, the head master at the school, had a wife that had problems, and I think she was in the state. She was an invalid or something. Okay, Miss uh, the Tanners. Or Tanner, yeah. Mr. Tanner, who yeah. married the sister at Sacred Heart. Yeah, you yeah. know about that story. Yeah, yeah. So is that So you were there when they had Saint Joseph. Yeah, Saint Joseph, Saint Mary's Saint YIS. That was kind of the the triad, you know. Right, Yokohama, and then Sacred Heart. And all but that Saint Moore, you couldn't deal with. They were right next to Saint Joseph. Yeah, 
Yeah. Now, right. YS, we were co-eds, so we were cool. You know? That's right, yeah. Juwan. <laughs> well, I had two of my boys go to YS. Okay. The two younger ones, and the two oldest went to St. Moore. Okay. Because they became co-ed. Yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, what kind of kid were you, Eugene, when you were growing up? Were you more academic, or were you more... S A little bit of both, I guess, you know. Yeah. I mean, for me, school wasn't that hard, so I guess uh, I didn't put in a whole lot of effort. Yeah. Um, yeah, mean, in what way? Academically, it wasn't hard. Yeah, I, I mean, I just I didn't have to study that much. I did okay, you know. Yeah. One of these brainy kids, huh? No, I don't know about brainy, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I just. I was, yeah. What sub? Did you have any subjects that you like more? Oh, than definitely others? more math and science. I hated reading and English. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. The math and science made sense. It was logical. Yeah, yeah. It was I really easy. I mean, you know, I ended up in a a tech career, so I guess it makes sense. But yeah, I hated reading. And uh, yeah, even Japanese class, I was, eh, you know, didn't enjoy it as much. Well, going to YAS, you had no problems as far as your ethnicity being Japanese and being American. Yeah, but it's it was a more British school. It is, yeah. more so European. The, the system was a little different than, say, ASIJ, which is where I, our kids went. But um, yeah, yeah, it was. A lot of mixed kids there at the time. Do you have a lot of friends that you still keep up with? Yeah, that went yeah. To school there? Like last night, got together some old friends in Chinatown. You know, Chukagai. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've been best friends forever. Is that yeah, right? Going on forty-five years probably now. Yeah, My. I started going there when I was four years old. So yeah, I've been. Do a Chinatown? You mean? Uh, to YS. To YS. Yeah. So uh, long time. Yeah. You went there all the way through. Uh, no, I moved to the U.S. Uh, when I was fourteen. So. What, what, what happened? Why did you need to go to the U.S.? Uh, so my, you know, my sister, okay. and single, single household, you know, single income, my mom couldn't afford to send both. My, my sister looks a lot more Caucasian than me. She got green eyes, curly brown hair, and she went to a Japanese public school, spoke no English, and my mom said that's not acceptable. But she had a hard time too, didn't she? So we moved to the U.S. And okay. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's actually a courageous thing. It's, you know, single Japanese mother, Still had her green card from her previous marriage. Uprooted, moved to the U.S. And yeah, we went to uh, the first city that we lived in was Salem, Oregon, population 1,515. And she was teaching at a local community college, you know, Japanese in the in the late mid 80s. Yeah. What about her family? Did she have Does she have siblings? Your mother? Yeah, she has two siblings. Um, one just passed, actually. As a matter of fact, that's part of the reason we're here. But um, yeah, she got two sisters, one older, one younger. Were you close with them? Uh, Did you know them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're a lot older now. So, um, but uh, yeah, we grew up pretty close to them, and yeah, I'd see them okay. fairly regularly. How's your mother doing? She's doing good. Yeah, okay. she's she's in the U.S. now. In fact, we live probably a couple of kilometers apart. Yeah. Okay. Where yeah. are you living in the U.S.? Where do you live? We're in Seattle on the West Coast. In Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. But I lived there when I was um, 19 because I got drafted. Vietnam, but didn't go to Vietnam, ended up here. Okay. Wow. So tell me, did you do any sports while you were in high school? I ran track, played a little football, yeah. But you know, the, the thing is, um, in a single mom household, you end up taking a lot of responsibilities. So for me, sports was kind of a luxury. You know, I had to work. How old I care my sister was a lot younger, so. How know. old do you remember starting work? where you could actually contribute uh, to the household. So when I was 13, I remember in Salem, Oregon, my first job was picking strawberries. You had to pick a whole crate, 
Two bucks a crate. That's how much we just Wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Oh, 14. 14 okay, years thank old. you. Because I'm saying you said you were here until you were 14 years old. Okay. Yeah, 14. So the. the uh, but I in Japan, you did nothing? Well, you lived you here? You can't really work here until you're a little older. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, now nah, I was just running around, you know, causing trouble. Okay. Yeah. With your friends that you still yeah. visit yeah. 45 years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, so you, when you got, as soon as you got to the States, you started working. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Picking delivering newspapers, picking so some jobs I've had. Picking strawberries. I did newspaper delivery. I worked in a fishing boat in Alaska. I also worked actually in Yokohama uh, when I was, in fact, my, my buddies and I were talking about it last night. Uh, the Landmark Tower. I worked on that, you know, in construction one summer. Yeah. How old were you then? I was 18, 19. Okay, so you were coming back to visit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, in the summertime I'd come back and work. So would, did you, had you been going to the States back and forth while you were here when you were young? Um, did yeah, you? every couple of years. To yeah. see who? So my dad's side family I'd go okay. see, yeah. But when they got divorced, we, you know, I wouldn't go really go see them, right? Cause, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and then we ended up moving there. Right. Yeah. Did you feel, find any big differences when you went back to the States to start to live? When you were around 14? Oh, I hated it at first. What did, what did you not well, like? You know, I'm, all your friends are here, you're used to the environment, and you know, I, could take, I had so much freedom here. I could take the train, go anywhere, and uh, you go to the States. It's so big, but you need a, a car, and, and uh, yeah, it just every, it took a while to get used to. Yeah, but eventually, you know, you adapt. You did? Yeah. How I mean, much actually, sports is one of the things that, that you know, helped. I made a lot of friends when I was running track. Yeah. So when I first moved there, I joined the track team, and uh, yeah, I ended up on the four by one hundred team. And those are my my boys, you know, my yeah, friends. Really, of yeah, course. Yeah. Would you, would, what position were you in? I was the the fourth runner. The, the fourth runner. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I would have had some speed on you, huh? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I did. Now my knees are old and slow. <laughs> so so fun. after you, after high school, when you started to find your groove, which you started to get interested in, mm. which was tech or something, what did you do in college? Uh, I went to University of Washington and uh, I ended up studying Japanese. What made you decide to go all the way across the United States to go to a school? Well, I moved You mean there. Washington State or Washington? Washington State. We were in Salem, Oregon. I thought you meant Washington, D.C. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. sorry. I got to <laughs> put <laughs> this stuff together. Right. Yeah, a lot of people think Washington, Washington D.C. Right, no, right. For, but yeah. you mean so you went to Washington State, okay? Yeah. And you went to college there yeah. to study what? I ended up studying Japanese. Yeah. What made you want to do that? Uh, Outside of being Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was you know, so I started university at '89. Of course, you know, Japan Inc. and you know, Go Go Japan at the time. I also, you know, I spoke Japanese, but I didn't feel like I had command of the language. You know, so I wanted to get much better at reading and writing. It was also for me, I just felt like, you know, the fastest way to get through college. Because back then, if you had a degree, you know, you were kind of good. Now you something. really have to specialize and, you know, but back and then. And that still doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I raced through college and jumped right in the workforce and, yeah. Did you enjoy your time learning Japanese or did you ever think, well, I'm going to yeah, give this no, up? Yeah, no, I did. It felt like I really got to, you know, kind of actually spend the time studying, you know, versus you kind of absorb it through osmosis here, right? Right. And, you know, the, the Japanese class at the international, international school is kind of a joke, you know, <laughs> you know, hour a day. And, yeah, so, um, yeah, I really studied it. In fact, 
I still keep in touch with some of the, uh, the professors and uh, part of the reason that Sri and I are here is, you know, I um, do some work for the university and we have an alumni event actually in Indonesia that we're going to later this week. So, yeah, still, still keep in touch with so the would school. So you, you graduated with a, um, a language degree? Yeah, yeah, Bachelor of Arts in Bachelor Japanese Language and Literature. Okay. Yeah, and I took some economic economics classes, which you know, um, yeah, they had they had a I, they don't call it a minor; they had an emphasis, you know, and so I ended up with an emphasis in econ. So, what did you do since you got out of college? Uh, so, during did you college, met, did you met Sherry already? Yeah, we met uh, my sophomore year, her freshman year, yeah. and, and but we were just friends for a long time. What's a long time? Seven years. Yeah. So after college, you were still friends. Yeah. So nothing happened during college. You just just no, I mean, knew each other and stuff. Yeah, I was m moving all over the place, and she was uh, actually uh, in Pullman, which is where Washington State University is. So you know, a distance thing. Yeah. Did you have any similar classes or anything? How'd you meet? Uh, we met at a fraternity party. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So several years later, anyway, you get out of college, and your first job was what? So I was interning at a Japanese publishing company uh, the last year, year and a half of college. And so, and publishing at the time wasn't just books and magazines. It was getting into software, and uh, the company that I worked for was Tokuma Publishing, which also at the time owned Studio Ghibli, which, uh, you know, my neighbor Totoro, you know, Lapita, and, you know, Kiki, and, you know, all the... the Hayao Miyazaki, um, uh, you know, related uh, content. So, um, anyway, th they opened up a U.S. branch, and so I worked there, and uh, we had some clients like Disney and Fox. And now you're all of 24, 25? That was 21. 21? Yeah. So you just, sheesh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I worked there for, as an intern for, you know, a year and a half, and then uh, uh, probably another year and a half after college. And then they actually transferred me to Tokyo, so I was working in, you know, the Oyaji Gai of Oyaji Gai of uh, Shinbashi. Yeah, but um, it was a very Japanese environment. <laughs> so how'd that feel for you? That was your first time being in that environment? In a Japanese work environment. Oh yes, yeah, right. Yeah, that was your first then, time. You know, I mean, you, know, you had the rows of desks, and of then you had the. But didn't you have any? I mean, you, someone had told you 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 had an idea of what it was going to be like. Oh yeah. Of course, yeah, but yeah. still, it's different knowing it. Intellectually and knowing it emotionally are two different things. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I so knew it, and <laughs> but you didn't know it. Yeah. Well, you, like, <laughs> no, you really don't leave until your supervisor left. Did and you try to? I mean, sometimes you know, I just I, like, yeah, I want to go meet up with friends. Or so what would happen? Yeah, it's pure. I would sneak out. <laughs> I know, I know, but I mean, d what was the, what was the um recourse that they gave to you once you came back because they knew that you went early and everyone else didn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm half Japanese, so you kind of get labeled, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, But I tried. Too. I tried. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes they would compliment me and say that I was 70% Japanese. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, those are times when, like, people were smoking at their desks and, you know, and if you didn't answer the phone on the first ring and, oh, man, everything was paper and hunko. And but they were not just smoking at their desks. They were dying at their desks. Yeah. Yeah. They had true. some guys laying over there and they were out of it, done. Yeah. Yeah, for that sure. That was something. Yeah. 
I would I wouldn't trade the experience for anything. I mean, How long did you do that? A year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Then where'd you go? There was a small company called Microsoft from you know my second hometown in Seattle that was you know just getting started. Yeah, yeah. They were getting ready to launch Windows ninety five, and a, a recruiter called me. And they said, hey, you know, maybe they got my name from another friend or something, and so I jumped at the opportunity to, to interview, and yeah, so I jumped ship and joined Microsoft. For how long? Uh, almost 20 years. Yeah. To what position did you get? Well, you came in as what? Oh, I was a peon. I of course. Like, yeah, of course. I was like an account executive <laughs> in sales, you know, for the uh, first year. Um, yeah. But it grew quick. Oh, man, did it. Yeah, I joined at the right time. It was so much fun. Did you have stock options and everything? Oh as well? yeah, yeah. See, yeah. For I am forever grateful to Microsoft. Yeah, no, we we yeah we had some amazing you know times, and I got to work with Bill Gates personally, which is you know fun. And yeah. you know, I met him here. Oh yeah, yeah. When he came here to to show his to show yeah when he came here, he was at the top of tech, the old tech prior to this one, mm -hmm. and. I remember him giving his speech, and I didn't care about what he said. I just wanted to meet him. But anyway, how he always fidgeted with his glasses. Oh yeah, you remember that? So yeah. he was up there, and he was giving his talk, and blah, 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 which he'd probably given a thousand times. So then all of us line up to shake his hand. So he gets to me, and he says, "So and I still have his card somewhere, I'm sure." And he said, "What do you do?" And I said, it "Doesn't matter. I just want to annoyingly shake the hand of a billionaire." <laughs> I shook his hand and went on. It didn't matter. You know, he's, telling, he's saying the same thing to everybody. You know, what do you do? What do you do? It doesn't matter what I do. You're not going to remember what I tell you. Yeah. Okay, what does it matter? Yeah. But I will forever remember that I knowingly shook the hand of a billionaire. Mm. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. That's I've got some Bill Gates stories. I bet you do. <laughs> you want to tell them now? Hey, we can have it on the podcast. No, that'll be for when you come through the next time. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you can tell us all about your stories with Bill Gates. Yeah. What position did you make it up to before you uh, left? I left when I was a general manager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what is how far is that from the being a president or whatever? Um, being a general manager. Yeah. How many more so, did you have? so I mean, you know, all companies have this thing, but yet, you know, I ended up as a partner in the company. Okay. Yeah, so. so, but you just decided to use, you could use any title you wanted then. Well, no, there's you could yeah it was. Yeah, uh, there's a certain, it depends what function you're in, you know. I ended up, uh, so my last role I was in a product organization uh, okay. for you know, enterprise server and cloud products. But um, yeah, and I was a general manager there. Okay, so yeah. but, but that would have taken you where after that? From general manager, where would you go if you were to stay? Um, it depends. If you're, you know, in a subsidiary, the next step would be like a president, you know, or running, you know, a country. Um, if you're in a product organization, it would be a corporate vice president, you know, uh, yeah, mumbo jumbo. <laughs> just, just out of curiosity, how close of a contact would you say you had with Bill Cates, and how long? So one, of, so I spent about half my career here and half my career in, in Redmond, Washington, which is where they're headquartered. So when I was here, early in my career, I was literally his bag holder when he would visit. Oh, when he came to visit? Yeah, you. so okay. I'm gonna give you a Bill Gates story now. So okay, do. Yeah, so uh, I was the person to make sure that he would get from one meeting to the next and make sure he was briefed. So I would carry his bag, I'd have his binder, he, you know, he'd have his car, and I'd make sure, you know, hey Bill, we're going to this next, next meeting. Here's who you're meeting. Here's the objective of the meeting, and I'd make sure that you know he kind of he's well versed on it. And um, you know he, he was so used to this that uh, you know 
but I wanted to make sure he knew. And so it was this constant battle of, hey, Bill, are you listening to me? Because I want you to make sure you're ready. And he kind of blew me off. And What would he be doing? Oh, you know, he's, Whatever. he wants to catch up on his phone and, you okay. know, and, and uh, you know, he's obviously a really smart guy. So he, you give him 5% of it, he kind of gets it because he's done this a million times. The other interesting thing is he always traveled with three security detail. And uh, three days before they would arrive and basically scrub the entire route, you know, the, the comms equipment and all that stuff. And so he always traveled with his security, which makes sense, you know. Did he do that after they gave him, one guy gave pie to him? No, it was before that. It was before that. Oh, and yeah. he still got pie. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I bet you he flipped. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there, I can't get into okay, the okay, details, but there's a lot of, yeah. There's, Obviously, lot of speculation as to what really took place and how. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, he was totally used to you know that as well. And mm -hmm. yeah, but one time I remember, you know, I was so uh, focused on the binder, trying to read. You know, where we were going through one of those rotating doors, <laughs> and some rotating rotating doors are really small. Like each vestibule is only big enough for one person. So I walk right in with him into a vestibule that's only big, big enough for one person. And so we're kind of doing this, you know, through the, through the little rotating door, and I'm like stepping on his heels and giving him a flat tire on his shoe, and his like hair, and his head's like right here. And, and uh, by the time we got through, <clears throat> it just got worse, right, as we walk, because I'm stepping on his heel, and we're just both kind of doing this. And by the time we got out into the lobby, I thought I was done. I thought he was gonna fire me, you know, because. <laughs> he's like trying to fix his shoe and you know <laughs> and he kind of turns around gives me kind of a stare he's like okay keep going let's go and keep on and I, yeah and I was like 27 years old or something and I was like oh my gosh my career's over what's the years difference between you and him how old how many uh, years difference between you two I think he's like late 60s now so yeah 17 18 years almost 20 years I guess yeah Older than yeah. you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But he's in his prime at Microsoft, right? Right, of yeah. course. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so how long did you do that? Um, well, I was like a, a director of operations or something, and so every time he'd come. But yeah, I did that job for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But you had your family then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, how many of the kids did you have by that time? Uh, that was probably 06, so all three. All three? Yeah. yeah. But they were small. They were in my program then. Yeah. Yeah, at one point they were five five years old and younger, all three of them, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So tell me, what, what do we find you doing, Eugene, today? Yeah, I'm, uh, so I, I'm no longer, so I worked for uh, Adobe after Microsoft. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I started my own company doing advisory work. So I worked with startups. Then I jumped back into, you know, being, um, an executive at a startup and did that and I just finished that up in March so I'm back to just being an advisor to startups and private equity firms and okay. kind of doing my own thing. Now who do you how do you take these private companies on? Or, or, or? Um, you know I mean having worked in this industry for 30 years you just know people so okay. I just get calls. Some hey, a friend will call you and say hey I have my son's starting something and you talk with him or yeah. whatever or my buddy's doing this and yeah. that's how you get it. Yeah. Oh. I have no desire to, I think, you know, go back into a big corporate job anymore. I think I, I, I like the, the, yeah. the notion of helping, you know, someone kind of set up shop or... Now, what type of shop would he be setting up? 
So I'm just asking for the people that are watching this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I worked with a lot of startups, set up, help you know, help them get up and start here. So like Snowflake was a big client of ours. So what uh, does Snowflake do? So they are, you know, they're an enterprise software cloud company. Um, you know, when they went public uh, in 2018, it was the biggest IPO since Google. Yeah, so they were, uh, you know, they're a big thing. What so are they doing now? What is their uh, they, now? they work with, you know, cloud data warehousing, big data. Yeah. In Japan? Uh, globally. globally. So my job was to help them get set up here in Japan. Okay. So, um, yeah. We, you know, we found kind of the right leader to, to run their business here, figured out, okay. Okay. What type of a corporation do we want to set up in Japan, right? It's KK or GK, right. and right. you know, which law firms do we work with, and you know, payroll companies and systems. So you helped through all the steps going through, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're hand holding until when? Until they go IPO? Until no, no I mean, until we get Give kind me. of the core staff of you okay. know uh, folks hired, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so how long? Traditionally, I mean, how does your contract go? Just curious, do they sign you on for until that time happens? They let you go? Is it like a perpetual contract? No. Could it be usually three years, four years? No, no. Contracts are usually a year, year and a half. A year and a year. But renewable, of course. Yeah, sometimes they'll extend, but okay. you know, I try to roll off by then. I hear. Yeah, you know, if they don't get it by a year. <laughs> well, that and once you get a competent team on the ground, you let them run it, you know? And so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you find a lot of people have trouble trying to do that? I mean, there's obviously a lot of companies that do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's quite a few. And, uh, but and there are very few that become successful. Yeah, well, I guess so. Um, but I actually work with a lot of companies that offer those services, you know, okay. as well. So, um, yeah. So you, you, you work with a lot of companies that want to do, I mean, they offer those, ser offer those services. However, they're not good at doing that. So you show them how to do it properly? Yeah. You can't uh, say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Yeah. That's good, I see. Listen, before I end the podcast, Eugene, there's a question I like to ask everyone, and I'm sure you know what it is. If you could magically go back in time with all the knowledge you have now and meet the younger Eugene and give him advice, how old would you be at that time, and what advice would you give yourself? I'd probably be in my late 20s. You know, maybe it's just a different era, but uh, yeah, I felt like um, I didn't take enough time. I, I was so focused on work, work, work. I would have told myself to, you know, eh, don't don't take it so seriously. You know, <laughs> go do some more fun stuff. Uh, yeah. Is that what you do? Yeah, I think so. All right. How old would you be when you in your twenties? You're in your twenties. Yeah, late twenties. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Gene. Yeah, appreciate it. Good seeing you. Same here, yeah. same here. Yeah. I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all unknown, so continue to reach for the stars. Because you're too blessed to deal with any mess and be stressed. Mm -hmm.